Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hey folks, thank you for listening again today. I have enjoyed sharing yesterday. I usually do my uh, sermons in twos because it takes me two, two of these to get one sermon out. And so and I have to go a little bit rapid because I only have 12 minutes of airtime on both days, I'm on each day. And so it'd be a pretty short sermon if it was just 12 minutes. I know some people say, man, that's exactly what you'd want, you know. But I talked about Paul. I talked about yesterday the, that he he's mentioning, I mean, he is a part of, we believe 14 or 27 books of the New Testament had a huge uh, relationship on the world and his, how God had brought him out of uh, persecuting Christians to to serving God and how intentional he was. So I want to I'm going to fin- continue down that line and finish this message up today. But I am so glad you're listening. I hope and pray God is blessing you, leading you, opening doors for your life. And I'd like to pray for you right now. Our heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you for listeners. Thank you for those that take time to listen to God's word. Lord, I pray you'd bless their lives. Give them strength. Walk walk with them. Teach them. Show them your hand. Show them your Holy Spirit. God, that they would fall in love with you, madly in love with you. They would believe the word of God for what it says. They wouldn't alter it or change it or use anything else but the word of God to lead their lives. Lord, you have been so real, so intentional, and we want to be intentional about serving you. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, I talked uh, closed yesterday about talked about being determined to have a plan, a course about intentionality, and I think that's important. And I think something else is important. Forget what is behind you. So many people continue to live in their past and use their past as an excuse why we don't do everything for Christ, why we don't call upon Him. Folks, I got news for you. We all have pasts. Oh, there's things I've done in my life that I certainly wished I wouldn't have done, things that I regret, but you can't go back and change it. What you can do is you can press on, like Paul said in the, in the passage of Scripture yesterday, press on to the high calling of God. You know, that was in Philippians chapter 3, 10 through 14 yesterday. Press on. Don't live in that and live by those past scars. We all have scars. I was showing somebody the other day, I wear shorts like all summer long, on my, in my left knee, I have scars on both sides. Both of them were knee surgeries due to sports. My right inside scar was due to a freshman football game where my knee exploded, and it literally exploded. They had to carry me a couple hundred yards off the field, had immediate surgery, and it took uh, took a long time to heal. And then in 92, I from playing basketball, I lost my other side. I lost my interior crucial ligament. My, you know, and it, it, uh, and that took a while to heal. So I have, I'm, you might call me scar leg on my left side, and he's even a little numb on the left side where I had that all those years ago. You know, we have those scars. Guess what? I remember both those incidents. I remember in the football game, just punting. I was a punter and chasing a guy down the sidelines, and at the last minute, somebody, and I was about ready to tackle the guy, and somebody hit me from the side, and my knee just buckled. And just and I went into shock because I saw it stars and it swelled up immediately. They picked me up. The cartilages were loose like marbles. I knew I was in trouble, and uh, and it swelled so fast you couldn't believe how fast it swelled. And and I remember the worst thing. That was back in '71. They didn't have a lot. 
of knowledge about well like they do today and they put great big needles in me and they would suck out the the blood and the water that would get on that about three or four times that needle would touch the bone and i'd go through the ceiling i'm telling you it was the worst experience but it healed quite nicely except the scars quite nasty because it was really a lousy scar too and then in 92 playing basketball i remember coming down at the rebound and my knee buckling and i didn't have the pain i had the first time i didn't go into shock but I knew I had done something to it, and then that's where I had the ACL, and that took a while. So I remember those times. You remember the scars in your life, but don't focus on them. Forget what is behind you. You know, it's it's like a few years ago when BSU uh, broke in the national spotlight. Actually, it's been a number of years now, but they're they're inc- they had incredible optimism in their their program, and it permeated the community about the football team, folks. I'm telling you this: victory brings that out and victory in your spiritual life brings that out too boise state over the last 12 13 years has been amazingly successful and they start living the victory principle now i don't know what they're going to do this year as you well know i follow sports closely used to have a sports show on saturday i i let somebody else do that in the last several years but i follow it very closely and i i like knowing what's going on and it appears we're going to have a good team. I think we'll know more when we play Florida State on the 31st, and then we host Marshall the next week, and Marshall is supposed to win their division. So I think after game two, we're going to know uh, how things look. But they can't stop playing just because they play. if they play well in game one and two, got to play, what, I think it's 12 games, and then you have your playoff and everything else. But you know what? Victory in your spiritual life brings joy too. And we need to move forward, move ahead. See what great and glorious things God has planned for you as believers. And you know what? Someday we're going to live in a place so magnificent that we're not, we can't even describe it today. And this place is called heaven. Heaven. Where you don't have to worry about failure. You don't have to worry about struggles. You live every moment in the joy of the Lord. Can you imagine living every moment in the joy of the Lord? I think we're going to enjoy life. Some people think, I think it's going to be weird in heaven because oh, we're going to have all these angels floating around and it's just going to be, I think we're going to enjoy life. I think it's going to be beautiful, but I think we're going to have life and it's just going to be a joy. We don't have to worry about sin. We don't have to worry about making mistakes. We don't have to worry about crying. We don't have to worry about pain. It's going to be a joyous that God has planned for all of us. That is, if you believe the Word of God. If you don't believe the Word of God, well, you're probably in trouble to begin with, but I wouldn't want to roll the dice with eternity if I was you. I can tell you that for sure, because this world is short compared to eternity. Paul in Philippians encourages the people to rejoice in the Lord and to live in his gladness. Remember, he said, rejoice in the Lord. came and say it. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say it, rejoice. He was emphasizing it. Rejoice. The world's a better place when we rejoice. Folks, are you rejoicing in the Lord every day? When you get up out of bed, do you think about God at all, or do you go straight to your Keurig and get your cup of coffee, or do you go straight to the fridge and get your uh, cantaloupe, or do you think about the things of God when you roll out of bed? Lord, help us to think about you. Help us to keep our eyes on you. Help us to keep our eyes on the prize. Paul had his eyes on the prize, and he lived like it. The Bible doesn't record anything concerning Paul's death, but I imagine it was a glorious moment when he entered heaven, and God said, man, you did it. You have changed this world by what you've done, Paul. You're going to watch the fruits of your labor for the rest 
of the days until I call everyone to heaven. You're going to see all these people enter the kingdom because of what you've done, Paul, because he had an intentional plan to bring the lost to salvation in the Lord. What we have to do in life is this. We've got to avoid distractions because the enemy throws them out constantly. You know, constantly. Put your citizenship in heaven where there is eternal value. Philippians 3.20 says, but our citizenship is in heaven, and we eagerly await a Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ. I like what Paul said here. We eagerly await a Savior from there. People, are you eagerly waiting to see Jesus? If this world passed away and all these things that we're seeing, all these destructive things, all these earthquakes, all these wars and rumors of wars, all this Middle East stuff, all this China and Russia things, all this stuff going on, we don't know what tomorrow holds. Are you ready? If Jesus comes, are you ready? Are you ready to see him? Are you ready to face him? Are you ready to say, Jesus, I love you? You know, Jesus is going to look at your life. and He's not going to look at your life for being perfect. He's going to see if you believed in him. He's going to see if you trusted him. He's going to see if you really live for him or if it was just talk, if you're really a Christian at all. Are you really a Christian? Are you really living for him? He didn't tell us you had to be perfect. He said, you know, in this world, he said, you're going to have tribulation. You're going to have troubles. But he said, be of good cheer. Be happy. Because guess what? I've overcome the world. I've taken care of those things. Oh, yeah, you're going to go through trials. And tribulations, as James tells us, you're going to have things, you're going to have things go sour, and you're probably going to have a bad attitude sometimes, and you're probably going to make some poor choices. You're going to sin sometimes. But I'm there for you. I went to the cross for you. I've nailed those sins to the cross. And you know what? You keep going. You keep picking yourself up. If you're down, pick yourself up. Folks, if you're down today, if you're dealing with an issue today, in the name of Jesus, give it to him. Jesus, I pray Jesus, I pray. Holy Spirit of God, I pray. Father God, I pray that you would touch the lives of these people. And Lord, if there's any discouraged, if there's any struggling, if there's any judging, if there's any just wondering where they're at with you, God, bring them close to you. May they put their faith in you. In Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, touch their lives. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Be intentional on your living, folks. Live with great anticipation of the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm telling you, as I often do, I pray that you will be a light in the community. I tell this to my church on many Sundays. I pray that we'd be a light on the hillside. When people go by Cloverdale Church of God, they don't see a nice marquee sign or they walk in and see a nice gymnasium. But when they come into Cloverdale Church of God, they sense the spirit of the living God. And they sense the love of God's people for them. And when you go into all the other churches, when you go into Second Baptist on Overland, when you go into Five Mile Nazarene, when you go into uh, Faith Center, whatever it is, wherever you go to church, you know, uh, I just, I, you know, Rock Harbor. I hear a lot about Rock Harbor. They're doing great things for the Lord. You know, there's, there's so many Wonderful church, but when you go in there, go into the Spirit of God. Be intentional about being a light in the community. I pray all our churches are a light in the community. Let's love, accept, and forgive people and show them Jesus. I leave these 
this message with two words for you today. Be intentional. One more time. Be intentional. Lord bless you. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.